hello, everyone. Welcome to another sleepy, sweaty episode of Capes and Japes. I'm making a blanket uh, during this, you know, time of, of speaking. Um, mm-hmm. Not a good activity to do during the summer. Because no, it, it does I, mean that I have a blanket. Fair. I have I have a good, you know, 75 rows of a blanket in my lap. That, um, yeah, I guess I wasn't really considering that um, you making a blanket would involve you being under a blanket while you make it. Yeah, it's kind of hard to avoid being under the blanket. It Your lap really is your workspace when you're crocheting. <laughs> unfortunate i mean it's lovely in the winter but alas alas heat wave it is not the winter it is the opposite (sighs) i have no idea who we're talking about today oh okay so i thought um you said we should probably go back to marvel and i was trying to remember uh well i did have a list but first, I had to find where the list was. Yeah, all you um, said was "I have thoughts," and that was it. Yeah, and I'm like, and all right, it is a mystery yeah. to me. Um, Hopefully, not a mystery to I, Olivia. Yeah, I showed up. I was like, actually, I did not have any thoughts. That was a mistake. Um, so we're just gonna hang out and talk about blankets, I guess. Um, I would have just asked what was going on with Doug Ramsey, and I'm sure we would have gotten a whole episode out of that. Mmm, uh, oh, my sweet boy. Oh, I'm worried about him. I mean, I, f- I probably I should be least worried about him out of everybody, but I'm always going to be worried about him. Um, I was going to say, like, he's already died once, but who hasn't? Who hasn't? Who hasn't? Yeah. Um, I, uh... <laughs> I don't want to give spoilers for people who aren't caught up on X-Men on what happened, but the spoiler is very funny, <laughs> Um, is the unfortunate thing. It was funny when all my friends asked how Doug was doing, and I got to tell them. Um, But I did have thoughts. I did have a guy that I thought we should talk about, Um, and that guy was Kazar. Um, okay. Or Wikipedia tells me it is supposed to be Kazar, but there's... I refuse to believe that's right. I can accept that Namor is Namor and not Namor, even though it seems like it should be Namor. This guy, this guy's name is K-A-Z-A-R. I'm like, that do, it that should not be Kazar. That should be Kazar. Kazar. Um, I'm yes. just going to pronounce uh, it a secret third way. <laughs> I guess that's also an option. Um, I had a person the other day at work ask me how to pronounce a nearby town's name and gave me two. He he was like, is it this or this? And neither one of them were the correct option. But <laughs> my brain immediately went to the more correct option. And then I had to stop myself and say, mm-hmm. no, no, it's this secret third thing. <laughs> it's this way you didn't even consider. Um, but uh, for those who aren't familiar, Kazar is a character who is 
uh, commonly associated with the Savage Land, um, which is, uh, you know, it's the, uh, the dinosaur place. Little, it's the dinosaur place. It's a, uh, secret little Antarctic area, um, that's full of, uh, dinosaurs and other various, uh, prehistoric flora and fauna. Um, that is where, uh, Kazar is from. That's where he almost always shows up. Um, and there have been, uh, two different Kazars. Um, but the second one is the one we're going to be mostly talking about. Um, original Kazar is a golden age character, um, named David Rand, uh, who was one of many, 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 uh, sort of ripoffs of Tarzan, um, that existed in, like, the early 20th century. Um, he initially showed up in a, uh, self-titled pulp magazine, not, uh, owned by Marvel, and then, uh, eventually got adapted into, like, one of Marvel's first comics, um, in, like, 1939, uh, and made some other appearances in, like, Golden Age Marvel stuff, um, before kind of falling into disuse, uh, but basically... He was a British child, um, who was on a flight with his parents, and then the flight crash-landed in the jungle, um, and his mother was injured and ultimately died, uh, and his father was initially trying to find them all a way out of the jungle, um, and then after his wife died, kinda snapped, and was like, no, we're gonna live here in the jungle. Um, it's just, fuck it, we live here now. There's no yeah, point. Yeah, we live here. There's no yeah. point going back. Without my wife, I might as well be here. I might as well be here in the jungle. Uh, and then his uh, father is, like, killed by some, like, criminal who's there trying to, like, find hidden emeralds in the jungle. Um... This is, this is in, like, in, like, Central Africa. So this is in, like, a real, like, a real place. Not the Savage Land. Um, yeah, because they probably looked at it when they were bringing Kazar back, and they're like, we probably should. Yeah. It's gonna be, all of this is gonna be a little bit less racist we should, if we put it if in If we put it in our a made fake up, place. Yeah, our made-up jungle. Um... You know what, let's just put dinosaurs in there. That'll spice it up. Yeah. I mean, it, they're right. Um, so, uh, Kazar gets his name because he, uh, rescues this lion whose name is Zar. Um, I don't know how he finds out what the lion's name is. He can talk to them now. Um, he grew up here. He grew up here, so he, he can talk He learned their the languages. <laughs> yeah. He does, I think, later learn to 
like, talk to animals to some extent, but I don't know if that, like, goes as far as, like, being like, oh, yes, you, your name in human language is Czar. Um, but, uh, he is given the name Kazar, which in the, uh, uh, doing air quotes, native language, um, means brother of Czar. Uh, it's not a real language. Um, <laughs> they just, you know, made up something that sounded foreign. Um, and also the, uh, indigenous people of the area worship him as a god. The lion or Kazar? Kazar, the guy. Um, uh, so just a lot, um... Yeah, a lot of bullshit happening. Yeah, a lot of bullshit. Like, very par for the course for, you know, the 30s and 40s in general. Yeah, and also, like, this particular genre of story, especially. Um, but, uh, yeah, a whole lot of bullshit. Um... So he has, uh, you know, some various adventures in the jungle, like, protecting the jungle and, like, the animals. Um, he, uh, at teams, he shows up in Human Torch comics, and they team up a few times, and this is Golden Age Human Torch. The robot. robot. (laughs) Yeah, who is unrelated to the... Fantastic Four Golden Human Torch. Um, he also, um, because it's comic books in, like, the 40s, um, he fights Nazis Good for in him. Africa. Uh, yeah, I mean, for sure. It's like, oh, there's, like, uh, secret Nazi camps in Africa, and you gotta go find them and fight them and you know, have your lion attack them and all that kind of stuff. So, you, I mean, yeah, definitely. Uh, attack na- Nazis with your lion. It's a good use of lions. I mean, every lion deserves to eat a Nazi at least once. <laughs> yes, absolutely. As a treat. As a treat for the lion. It's had a hard life. Um, he also, um, at some point he gets badly injured and is uh given a potion by a air quotes air quotes air quotes witch doctor um that gives him like superpowers basically um but yeah he has like fairly i mean he has somewhat limited appearances um, and yeah, he's, then, he's a guy who's just friends with a lion. He's a guy who's friends with a lion and some other animals, uh, and he's in the jungle. But everybody was trying to capitalize on that stuff because people love Tarzan. Um, so in the 60s, uh, when Stanley and Jack Kirby are, you know, very prolifically uh, creating characters in Marvel... Um, they, in, I, I think there was, like, a brief appearance. The Savage Land is based on, like, a concept that was introduced, like, once in one, like, Golden Age Marvel comic. Um, but Stan Lee and Jack Kirby, like, 
name it the Savage Land and uh, develop it into, you know, more of what it is today. Um, and it's first introduced in an X-Men comic. Um, that makes sense. Yeah. You know, X-Men fighting dinosaurs. They go so many places. Why not the Savage Lands? Yeah, no, that's true. Um, so it, like, for a while, it's kind of, like, primarily a, like, uh, X-Men-associated location. Um, so they introduce this concept of the Savage Land, and they send the X-Men there because the X-Men hear a story, um, on the news about, uh... (laughs) Not just some guy like, like, oh man, you'll never get. Hey, hey, my, who are who are you? Who are you, teens? Listen to this. My cousin's friend, like around a campfire, like my co- it ha- it's real. It happened to my cousin's friend. Yeah, um, yeah. So they hear like a news story about like this. I think like a woman who would like crash, like crash landed in Antarctica, and she was like, uh. I was helped by this weird man in a loincloth and a saber-toothed tiger. And everybody was like, okay, she's crazy. Um, <laughs> and, and the, the, the X-Men are like, well, hold on. Well, hold on. Um, the X-Men are like, maybe that guy's a mutant. And Professor X is like, well, I haven't seen anything on Cerebro about it, but I guess maybe. So let's go check it out. Um, and they go down there and they're like, whoa, there's a whole weird place full of dinosaurs. <laughs> um, and... Is, is this dinosaur a mutant? Please stop <laughs> asking. <laughs> Not every dinosaur is a mutant. Um, but, uh, while they're there, they meet, uh, this new Kazar. Um, so a lot of the... Um, you know, like, DC's Golden Age characters, like, are all kind of established to exist on, like, a different Earth, and that's why all they're not around for any of the new characters, um, when they start, you know, introducing new versions of the characters in the 50s and 60s. Marvel has, like, for, like, some of its Golden Age characters, when, like, Namor's just the same guy. Um, Captain America is the same guy, and they just freeze him. Um, the Human Torch robot, they obviously make, like, Stanley and Jack Kirby create the Fantastic Four Human Torch. Um, but at some point it's established that the Human Torch robot, like, does exist still, or, like, did exist at some point. Yeah, he was Namor's friend. (laughs) Yeah. Um... Kazar, Golden Age Kazar, gone. He died in that jungle. <laughs> he died in that jungle, and uh, nobody, nobody knew about him. Um, cause it's like they, they didn't usually like, they didn't like usually reboot characters and then replace them with the new version of the character. And there was like a recent-ish marvel encyclopedia thing that establishes that like oh no these are like two different guys like the original kazar still existed um but he just died in the jungle i guess (laughs) 
Um, he was there and so... he did fight those Nazis and feed them to a lion. But yeah. then he, Which you know, we're all... died a regular human death because he's not Captain America. Yeah. Um. So this version of Kazar um, is uh, originally a uh, the son of a of British nobility, and his name is Kevin Reginald Plunder. Well, a bit on the nose there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, very funny. Um, well, we'll get to it in a little bit. Uh, yeah, about as on the nose a name for a British lord as you could possibly get. Um, his father, um, is the adventurer who discovered the Savage Land. Um, and he, uh takes Kevin there uh, to study it, and then is... Kevin's like, my dad kind of sucks. I want to live here now. Yeah. Um, well, his dad is uh, killed... By a dinosaur? By, uh, not by a dinosaur. By, like, man-apes who uh live in the Savage Land, which is, like... Okay. Yeah. I mean, like, good for them seeing this English nobleman named Lord Plunder and going, mm, Yeah. Gotta get rid of that guy. Uh, we are not having this. No, thank you. Um, <laughs> we have gotta get rid of that guy. Um, but, uh, Plunder, <laughs> Plunder, um, Kazar is rescued by a saber-toothed tiger, uh, whose name is Zabu, um, who is, uh, much smarter than, uh, an average, like, animal because there are weird radioactive mists in the Savage Land that, uh, caused him to become super, not superhumanly, super tigerly intelligent. I love um, this sapient tiger. And then, yes. Just like, you know um, what? I can fix this kid. This kid doesn't have to grow up under the plunder name and lifestyle. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and then that's part of the thing when the X-Men get there. So they're like, oh, this guy's not a mutant. But this tiger is. <laughs> this is um, a normal guy. But the tiger... But the tiger, ooh, we could do something with this. Hey, tiger, you want to be on the X-Men? Um, it's like, so, only if I can bring my pet kid along. Yeah, exactly. Um, in this version, sort of similarly, uh, Kazar, in the language of the man-apes, means uh, son of the tiger. Um, Makes sense. Yeah, because that's his dad. Yeah. <laughs> that's his dad now. Um, the man-apes are like, you know what? Better father than you had. We did you a favor, kid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, like, I also, I know that, like, he must have been, like, a baby or a very small child, but I am kind of imagining a 15-year-old <laughs> being adopted by a tiger. <laughs> and just like, yeah, no, y you are correct. This is my dad now. 
Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I, I can't argue with this tiger's logic. Um, so he grows up in the Savage Land. Um, he doesn't have any superpowers, uh, like the original Kazar, but he, you know, is like an expert survivalist. He's, you know, extremely physically fit because he kind of has to be to survive on his own in a jungle full of dinosaurs. Um, he has all the powers of Tarzan. Yeah, he has all the powers of Tarzan. Um, and he, by the time the X-Men show up, he's like kind of like fallen into this role as like he's taken it as his responsibility to like protect the savage land um and you know uh defend it from poachers or supervillains or what have you and uh keep the various tribes from like fighting uh and stuff like that um so when the x-men first show up obviously he fights them because it's a comic book um, then because he's like, these weird teens are here in my Savage Land Island. Um. Gotta get rid of these weird teens. Get out of here, teens. Uh. Lady crashing in a plane? That's fine. I'm gonna help her leave. Weird teens <sighs> coming to find me? No, 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 no. Absolutely not. Um. They're curious. That's dangerous. <laughs> yeah. Um. The, uh. The X-Men end up helping Kazar fight a, uh, guy named Magor, who is one of the Savage Land natives, I guess, uh, who, uh, like, has a grudge against Kazar because, uh, Kazar stopped him from trying to kill Zabu because Magor is obsessed with killing saber-toothed tigers. It's a weird obsession, my guy. Yeah. Um, so he and the X-Men, uh, depart on friendly terms, um, and yeah, they find out that the (laughs) tiger is actually a mutant. They're like, oh, okay, well, I guess have fun, uh, here in your weird dinosaur land. Uh, and then the X-Men, along with other characters, um, come back to the Savage Land on a number of different occasions. Um, so that's, Kazar, like, shows up in a few other, like, characters' books where he, like, leaves the Savage Land for some reason. Um, one of, (laughs) one of those reasons is because, um, it, uh, turns out that he has a, younger brother named Parnival. Um Carnival Plunder. Parnival Plunder. Um who their dad did not take to the Savage Land. He was like, I'm gonna go with Kevin. Uh and like had Parnival like learn how to become a sailor so he could like protect the Savage Land by sea. Um and then uh when his dad and brother were assumed dead. Parnival was like, well, I'm not going to do this anymore. I'm going to become a supervillain. Um, ah, <laughs> uh, yes. The sailing to supervillain pipeline. It, listen, you gotta watch out for it. It must um, not have been a very good ship, honestly. Yeah. Not enough um, grog. Too much, uh, 
corporal punishment. <laughs> Not enough grog from Critical Role. <laughs> that um, too. That also. Uh, he, um, oh, so yeah, so Parnival decides to become a supervillain and takes the name The Plunderer because it's already right there. It's already um, right there. Yeah, and he fights Daredevil, uh, and then Kazar shows up to help Daredevil fight his evil brother. Um, he also, uh, at one point meets Spider-Man, um, while Spider-Man's memory is erased, and he's, like, working for Doc Ock, and he fights Spider-Man, uh, and then Peter's memory comes back, and he's like, Oh, no, sorry, I I didn't mean to do any of that. And Kazara's like, oh, okay, my bad. <laughs> um, and, what a good uh, kid. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And uh, he has a uh, brief romance with uh, Bobby Morse, uh, Mockingbird. Um, I, when you said Bobby at first, I thought we were talking about Iceman. <laughs> I really, really, really wish. I mean, Bobby's also great, yeah. but with the X-Men connection, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Bobby actually first shows up in a, like, Kazar-adjacent story. Wait, Bobby um, Iceman or Bobby Morse? Bobby Morse. Uh, Bobby Iceman first shows up in the first issue of X-Men. Um, <laughs> I... Yeah, that was a stupid question. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. Um, but uh, we were talking about two Bobbies. Uh, Bobby, a, a tale Morse. of two Bobbies. Yeah, truly. Um, Bobby Morse's first appearance is uh looking for Kazar for unknown reasons, and then she tracks him down in a savage land, and then they have like a brief romantic fling um maybe that was the reason <laughs> maybe that was the reason maybe she was like i heard there was a hot guy here wanted to find out for myself and he's like yeah all right what do you think all right and she's like you know what i think i i think i like it yeah pretty good um i mean she's made worse choices in men yeah listen i'm i'm gonna go ahead and say kazar formerly kevin plunder Maybe better than Clint Barton. Um, his uh, most significant romantic connection uh, is with Shauna, the she-devil, um, who is a similar, like, uh, Savage Land character, but, uh, you know, somewhat different backstory and, you know, girl version. And... He meets her in the Savage Land, and the two of them work together for a while, and then end up falling in love and getting married and having a kid together named Matthew. Um, and could have named it anything. <laughs> yeah, I really I don't. Um, they're like, no, no, let's go back to our English roots. Yeah, let's go. We both love. Being British. I don't know if Sean is British. Um, <laughs> I, I assume so because these characters are usually British. Um, oh, she's Irish. Ah. Um, Could have picked 
I, mm, eh, no, Matthew's from the Bible. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah. So since then the two of them are like very frequently, like a lot of the times when there's Savage World stuff, it's like, you know, people will go to the Savage World and Kazar and Shana will both be there. Uh, dealing with whatever the Savage World situation is. Um, another thing about him is that uh, when he first shows up uh, with the X-Men, he, like, talks in very kind of, like, stereotypical, like, caveman-y sentences. Um, Look, it's been a long time since he's had to speak English. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's just been hanging out with the saber-toothed tiger. Um, and... Like, over the course of, like, hanging out with, you know, superheroes who, like, speak English in full sentences. Um, and, uh, also I would guess a little bit, like, writers being like, I don't want to do, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> I don't want to write him like this anymore. Um, he eventually starts talking, like, the same as any other character, pretty much. So, uh, there's also, um, a, a thing, so the Savage Land is connected to Pangea, but, like, not, like, some sort of, like, weird, like, the Savage Land is part of some, like, larger realm called Pangea. I, I didn't, I was having trouble understanding this. If somebody knows what the deal is, please feel free to write in. Um, <laughs> but uh, there's some weird stuff going on with that. Um, he, uh, so he and Shauna show up, like, both kind of uh, sporadically. Again, it's mostly just when, like, somebody wants to do a Savage Land story. Um, during Secret Invasion, they play a... Uh, pretty significant part um because the scrolls come to the savage land because they're looking there's vibranium there um and uh they're trying to get their hands on it uh and like a ship crashes there and uh it's a bunch of superheroes who are all like oh we like we got captured by Skrulls and we, a while ago, and we were replaced by Skrulls. So the version, the versions of us that are here now are Skrulls. And, uh, Kazar and Shauna are like, um, I don't know. And then they get Spider-Man to help and Spider-Man's like, no, I'm pretty sure these guys are the Skrulls. <laughs> um, and then it, yeah, it turns out that the ship was in fact full of Skrulls who would come up with, uh, an elaborate sort of double bluff. It's not a bad plan. Um, no, I mean, who truly knows who is a scroll at any given moment? Yeah. Um, he, uh, at some point, he also becomes, uh, like, an agent of Wakanda, um, which, uh, is fun, and, uh... I mean, it makes sense if there's vibranium he, like, there. Yeah. He, uh, works as, like, on behalf of the, like, on, uh, on behalf of Wakanda, but also the Adventures, the Avengers, 
um, and like uh, travels around and like gathers intel and like uh, like spies on Atlantis, I think, um, which is is fun. Um, during Empire, which is a pretty recent, a very recent event. That was 2020. Oh my gosh. Oh wow. It was recenter than I thought even. <laughs> um, it's been a long few years though. It sure you has. Know? Um, anyways, during Empire, he is, uh, killed by the Kotati, who are the, uh, plant aliens that we talked about more while we were talking about Mantis, because, uh, She's got a whole thing going on with them. But part of Empire is that the Kotati are trying to, like, destroy non-plant life. Um, and they, uh, possess Shauna, um, and while he's, like, trying to break Shauna out of it, Kazar is killed by the Kotati. I do remember this. (laughs) Oh, you, oh, how fun! <laughs> yeah, I I didn't I didn't read most of Empire except for like just kind of you know skimming the really important parts about mm, the boy. So I think I read most, if not all, of it. Wow. Well, yeah. So this happens. Uh, and then a a weird thing happens where there's um a man thing in the Savage Land that's different. From, like, the OG Man-Thing. Um, and this one is, like, rooted in the Savage Land, and his blood has some sort of, like, mystical healing powers. Um, and Shauna was killed once before, and Amadeus Cho, who was there for some reason, um, was able to, like, use the man thing's blood to like resurrect her and like when she came back she also had like all of these enhanced senses so when kazar is killed they do the same thing for kazar um and now he has like a way like deeper and more primal connection with the savage land and with nature in general um, after this, in 2021, um, he gets a solo, I think it's, like, uh, like, I think it was one of the online exclusive comics, um, but he gets a solo story where, uh, <laughs> there's a guy called Domovoy the Flesh Weaver, um, who is, uh, trying to take over the Savage Land and then, like, make the whole world into the Savage Land. Um, and Kazar and Shauna's son, Matthew, like, sides with this guy and they have to go and, like, stop this guy and also, like... They're like, Matthew, no. Matthew, Matthew. no, stop it. Um... I know that you grew up in the Savage Land and you love it, but not everywhere can be the Savage Land. <laughs> yeah. Um, which, uh, they ultimately do. Um, they, like, uh, convince Matthew to go against this guy. Um, 
Kazar is killed briefly, but the uh, Shauna like asks the Savage Land to restore him to life, and it just kind of does. Well, she has a deep connection to it. Yeah, they both have a deep connection to it. The Savage Land so is it's like, fine. yeah, no, we like this guy. He can come back. Yeah. Um. So that was uh. 2021 so this is all like there's been there's been a lot going on with Kazar very recently um after this uh one of the wildest things um happens in Avengers uh in the like current Avengers where he's still working for Wakanda so T'Challa sends Kazar on, like, a mission to the distant past. Um, because there's something in Avengers going on with, like, the, like, like, prehistoric Avengers. Um, so T'Challa sends Kazar back in time to see what's going on with the prehistoric Avengers. I guess because he's like, well... Kazar understands how to exist <laughs> in a prehistoric world. I mean, you gotta get the right guy for the job. Yeah. Um, Does he get stuck? <laughs> yeah. Um, but while he's there, he uh, has a run-in with Kid Thanos. Uh, and then he also has a run-in with the Iron Inquisitor who is an alternate universe version of Howard Stark. Why who, um, are these people in the prehistoric era? Well, I think they're, like, kind of, like, in the time stream. Okay. Um, but he, uh, yeah, so a alternate universe version of Howard Stark, who made a deal with Mephisto, um, and, uh, sacrificed... Baby Tony, to get unlimited power from Mephisto. And, uh, he fights Kazar and then manages to trap Kazar on a world that's about to be eaten by Galactus. Ugh. You hate to see it. Yeah. Um, and when Galactus shows up, Kazar bargains with him to become his herald. Uh, in the hopes that he can use this position to somehow return to his own world and his own time. Um, so that's where Kazar is at now. Just hanging out. Power's cosmic. Yeah, a pretty wild direction for this story to take. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's, uh, you know, he is, it's a, a weird character. Um, and especially weird to do without, like, doing, like, weird, racist, white savory kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, which I think people, for the most part, are trying to stay away from. Do you think that's now? why he's the new Galactus Herald? <laughs> yeah, they're like, well, now we don't have to worry about the Savage Land stories. He's in space now. You can't do racism in space. There's no space racism. Space spacism. <laughs> if if you if you um, couldn't tell we are being facetious. Yes, yes. T- yeah, to be clear. Um 
But yeah, that's, um, that's what's up with Kazar. Gods. What a wild twist and turn. I know that, like, sometimes comics characters start as one thing and turn into something completely different, but this, Uh this is all very recent. Yeah, exactly. You ever go on a mission that goes so wrong, (laughs) you become the new Herald of Galactus in the past? (laughs) (laughs) Um, you, you do, you really do hate to see it. I mean, I'm sure if he just keeps at the job for long enough, he will end up at his own time, and then he'll be all like, Hey, um, you can't eat Earth, but I am going to go there and then quit my job. (laughs) (laughs) Don't worry, I'll find you a new Herald. His name is Norrin Rad. (laughs) (laughs) Don't worry about it, I got this whole thing figured out. I know enough about my colleagues <laughs> to get this done. Do you think he's like, oh shit, I wish I had asked Norrin more about his life. So what planet to <laughs> I... send him to when he yeah. became the Silver Surfer? Yeah, it's like, huh, I I really, you know, I didn't uh, think this was going to I mean, our, our paths didn't me. cross very often. But, like, there was that mixer last year at New Year's, and I just really should have asked more. Yeah. Damn, hindsight, you know? Yeah, 2020. The mixer was in Uh, 2020. Uh, Oh, yeah. (laughs) Um, Was there anything else that you wanted to talk about? No, it was just very funny. My brain, like, script, like... Uh, little Spongebob's running around the filing cabinets in my brain going, why does this sound familiar? Why does this sound familiar? Why does this sound familiar? And it was Empire. Oh, yeah. You're like, hey, I read that. We got there eventually. Yeah. Proud of you. Um, I didn't read anything. I slept for like 22 hours this weekend. Um, been just... Just trying to reset my system so that I'm no longer overstimulated. And it so far has not worked 100%. So we're doing oh boy. great. <laughs> it's getting to the point where I'm like, is there something legitimately wrong that I need to go to a doctor for? Oh. And then it's like, no, otherwise I'm fine. I just need a lot of quiet time. <laughs> I do understand that. I've got work tomorrow, though, so, like, we'll see. Oh, golly. Did you read any comics? Um, I read a little bit of comics. I got the, uh, Nightwing Night Terrors, uh, and also, uh, Tales of the Teen Titans Starfire, um, which is a new, like, four-issue mini. Um, I think I've that... seen excerpts out of that one, and it looks pretty cute. It it was it was very fun. Um, obviously, love to see my girl. So, um, that's my primary review. Um, <laughs> primary review, love to see my girl. Love to see my girl. Uh, Comic Con was also this past weekend. Um, but I like 
My friends who were there looked like they were having fun. Hell yeah. Well, that's what matters most. It, like, from what I was seeing, it seems like there was not, like, a lot of big news. Um, Like, most of the DC panel was stuff that we were already aware of, and they were just kind of talking about what this stuff was going to be like. Um, Although Joshua Williams... Williamson did say that the uh, new Batman and Robin was going to feature uh, Damien going to high school and playing sports. Oh my um, god. Thank you, Joshua. So, yeah, love that for him. Um, they uh, Marvel announced the new Punisher, and it's just some guy, so... Oh, it's not Crank Fassel? Like, it's not Crank Fassel. Um... Unfortunate. How long do you think this uh, guy will last? <laughs> Three months? The, yeah. Six months? The funniest months? tweet I saw... Um, uh, the funniest tweet I saw was somebody like, I want there to be a new Punisher series where it's just like, every couple of issues, uh, the guy dies, and then some other guy finds his gear in an alley... And it's like, I'm going to be the Punisher. And then he also dies. And at the end of the series, Frank just shows up. He's like, what the fuck? He's like, I was ha- I was gone for a weekend. You guys, this is why I keep telling people not to be the Punisher. Um, But yeah, I, I did see some uh, fun uh, pictures from the real life Hellfire Gala. Uh, so that was delightful. Um, but yeah, otherwise it seemed like, uh, sort of light on stuff. Maybe like, (laughs) I think maybe like when the strikes were announced and like they realized that like most actors would not be going to Comic-Con, like DC and Marvel were both like, ah, shit, (laughs) we should have had more stuff to announce. Oh no. Damn it. But, uh, yeah, I think... That's all I wanted to say. Um, Super anime continues to be great. Uh, hot take, hot review. <laughs> um, love to see it. Uh, if you all want to keep up with us, you can follow us on Twitter <laughs> or X. It <laughs> sounded... So tired and defeated. I am not going to call it anything other than Twitter, no matter how many rebrands it goes through. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure I'll be there until it the floor, like, literally falls out beneath me. Like... Yeah. No, same. This awful man can't kick me out of this place that I've been since, like, 2013. <laughs> <laughs> Huge mood. Yeah. Follow us on Twitter. Uh... Tumblr, Facebook, Instagram. We are at Capes and Japes. Uh, you can send us an email to capesandjapes at gmail.com. Uh, we have a Discord server that people are more than welcome to join and come hang out in. Um, we have a Patreon if you want to support us on there. You can get uh, bonus content, watch stuff with us, help us pick what we talk about. Um, if you can't do that, but you want to help out the show in another way, leaving a rating and review is very cool. Um, telling a friend about the show, if you think they might be interested in it, 
Uh, and just coming back and joining us, as you have done once again today. So thank you for being with us for this episode of Capes and Japes. I have been Olivia. And I have been Briar. And as always, go to the Antarctic and find somebody to kiss. <laughs> <laughs> it's gotta be better than Clint Barton.